It's all go this evening at Hutton. The fresh fruit and vegetable delivery hauler was held up at Federal Customs coming through Seoul, so we're short on a few essentials. But you know what Hutton locals are like? Deranged mostly. Some of them, though, are quite inventive too, and have been hard at work on solutions to the great salad famine of 3309. The kebab shop have cut open one of their sofas and taken out the different coloured form. They then cut it up into little bags. No one actually eats the salad anyway, but people are reassured by having it. McSargoids are recycling the pickled gherkins. Everyone that doesn't get eaten is recovered from the bin along with scraps of onion and the occasional slice of tomato, then run under the tap and placed onto a new burger. <laughs> Wonders have a large supply of something gelatinous that they're squirting into jars with a bit of red food dye and selling as raspberry jam. They have had some complaints as it tastes like bananas though. They also have some spare celery but no one will eat it. The Momus Bog Spaniels had to be called in at the market when a fruit and vegetable auction got out of control after someone ate most of the lots. It's even making the local news feeds. On the parade, the big screen comes on. A scrolling ticker tape displays Salad shortage at Hutton Orbital. The Scottish district remains unaffected. A face appears, straightens the hair, looks straight at the camera and says... Our mics are live. <clears throat> Welcome to Hutton Orbital News. I'm Sandy Gravis, and I've whittled that down, a, a, and I've whittled some fruit for an old block of wood. It's a bit hard still, so I think it might be an avocado, but it'll ripen up soon, and I can eat it then. I'm Wilma Fingerdoo, and I've found some old scratch and sniff stickers in a cupboard. This one doesn't taste much like strawberry, though. More um, plastic and dust. I'm Mia Harkness, and I don't know what all the fuss is about. I'm Norma Snuckers, and I'm sure that I had some tin fruit and veg in the cupboard, but now all the labels have come off. This one is either anchovies or pineapple rings. If it's pineapple, it's going on my pizza. I don't like anchovies. <laughs> Let's get to the headlines before a topping war breaks out. The latest weapon in the fight against Tharg. No shooting wars, please. We're Space Force. A delivery update from Too Hot, Too Messy. Atrus5060 brings us in news from the front line. What's what in Hutton Space with the BGS News? Hutton News understands that there is a new weapon in the fight against our eight-sided foe. As we understand it, this was developed after early unsuccessful combat sorties, where the returning, surviving, pilots declared they had thrown everything but the kitchen sink at the enemy, to no avail. Based on this de declaration, 
those clever people in research have come up with the new kitchen sink launcher. Apparently, you simply need to fly into a danger zone with the kitchen sink launcher equipped, and it will soak up those octagonal fiend's attacks. We understand that it may be based on the eight-legged similarity to terrestrial spiders, as we all know how they can sometimes get trapped in sinks and baths, and so we hope that this will be... What? Sorry, what? Caustic sink. What the hell's a caustic sink? Oh, damn it. Over to Mia for our next article. An ancient data cache was found during recent excavations on ancient Earth and shed light on the very early days of the Federal Navy. The archive, which is over a thousand years old, shows a representative from an organisation known as Space Force explaining strategy to a group of onlookers and, well, anyone else who wanted to know what they were up to. It dates back to a time before people knew how to use electronic countermeasures to hide their presence. The gentleman in question wears a two-piece green patchy outfit meant to camouflage the wearer. Sadly, people of the time appear not to have known that the predominant colour in space is black. The figure goes on to explain that they want to avoid a shooting war with someone called Chai Na, which would appear to be an early tea-producing ancestor of any Na who sell the lovely, lovely coffee. The phrase shooting war may also confuse modern viewers. The 21st century was a time of great turmoil, and there were many kinds of war. There was, of course, the Cold War, where everyone had to wear a vest or catch their death. Cod Wars, where fish battled to the death to be allowed to live in a fish farm. Trade Wars, also known as Storage Wars, involved a battle to secure a small storage unit, and they also then sell the contents for maximum profit. Star Wars, where our hero Ronnie Reagan, Ronnie McReagan, fought the Burger King and swiped nuclear warthogs out of the sky with his light sword to defend his burger empire. The War of the Roses, where gardeners jumped out of carefully trimmed topiary and attacked one another with secateurs was another one. General Titchmarsh was eventually declared the overall champion after defeating the ground force of Dimmock, the Defiler, who were referred to as Charlie by the Titchmarsh's forces. The archive provides a fascinating insight into the life of early 21st century people and will be studied by archaeologists for years to come. We look forward to hearing about their findings. After 31 weeks, too hot, too messy, the Hutton-led initiative to deliver a Hutton mug and mega gin with which to fill it to all stations in the galaxy has passed 60,000 deliveries. Last week was down on the previous two weeks, but average deliveries have nudged above 1,500 for the last, for the first time in a while. One commander joined the effort this week, taking the number to 283 participants, representing 93 squadrons. Welcome to the challenge. Hutton has the largest contingent, with 76 pilots who have de- delivered almost 28,000 mugs and gin which notably is less than half the total, so thanks go to all the other squadrons taking part. The Buckyball Racing Club have taken second place with over 3,100 muggings, leaving the Winged Hussars in third with 2,700. The Paladins are still in fourth, the Bird Pit moved up to fifth, the Undead are sixth, concluding the squadrons that have collectively delivered more than a thousand Hutton mugs and Centauri Megagin. 
Commander Chicks is still leading the deliveries table with over 7,100 mugs delivered. Some say that he's finding his Nemo. Waller 81 is second with over 6,500 deliveries, ahead of NEM in third with over 4,000. Shea Blackwood has consolidated fourth place with 3,000, ahead of Infinite Dreamer in fifth with 2,000. The Thousand Club still has nine members. Of course, we all know this, this because it is tracked by the marvellous The Hutton Helper and updated on the Too Hot Too Messy event page at hot.forthemug.com slash hot underscore mess underscore two. Also, the helper is now fully updated and supports both full-fat Thargoid and Thargrite versions of the game, so however you play, your Hutton Rares contribution will be recognised automatically. Apart from the mere glory alone, there is an additional incentive in the form of a chance to win a real-world Velcro-free mods-preventing Hutton mug. Any commander that delivers 10 mugs and gin in the coming week will be entered into the next week's draw to win a real Hutton mug. Unless of course you already have one, in which case you will have already been immunised against mods. 28 lucky commanders have accomplished this so far, and you can see a little golden mug next to their names in the top commanders table. Keep listening to this week's winner to be announced in the banter bit after the news. If you had delivered 10 mugs and gin in a week, in every week since the start, six months ago, you'd have racked up 310 deliveries next to your commander name. Only 39 commanders have. If you haven't, why not give it a try? In order to join in the fun, you'll need to sign up by downloading the Hutton Helper from hot.forthemug.com download and then your mug and gin deliveries will be automatically registered for you by Antares' quasi-sentient eco-friendly Nexus 6 Bionics Hamsters. Get even trackers! I'm 6.56 here reporting in with the latest updates on the Thargoid War. Hexwing's first week in its new alliance has proven to be a great one, making Thargoids nervous about future invasions. But first, an update on the other AX groups and their recent activities. Brave pilots from across the bubble were able to repel invasions by Incondopal, Polchromacy, I think they do it on purpose, Polchromacy, Hip30260, Kagutsuchi, HIP26688, Lugarates, Lugarates, and HIP20899. The continued effort of AX Grits bending together has really demonstrated how we can thwart the Thargoids, but we are still in need of a means to stop the Maelstroms to prevent more systems being attacked or taken over. It is a brutal calculus that we face over which systems to save and which to let go, but rest assured truckers, we'll do our part. And speaking of our part, Hatchwing duly fought alliance with the Post-Disaster, the Evacuation Services, Operation Ida and Marauders Vanguard, nice and catchy, has already shown 
We are mightier together when victory's in put oh here we go. Put us gay gee gay and quow We look forward to continued operations with this new alliance which is for now is being dubbed the quartet. Name is subject to change Hexwing have also had another hot pubes operation in yeah, or gee, or get, oh. Over the weekend, bringing together Hexwing and its ally to fight over the skies of Evangelisty Enterprise to repel Thargoid invasion there. We were proud to fly alongside our fellow trackers, the Dark Echo, Live Radio Network, and Edge38. A surprise visit for the troops by Commander Wotherspoons and Commander Beetlejuice of Galdan News Digest boosted morale as we got to see Hexwing pilots make it onto the galactic primetime news. This actually made the mothers of all our pilots very proud and was shared with all their families, finally allowing us to show off to our cousin Roddy that we are indeed better than him for once. He may be a doctor and all that, but he never made it on the Galnet News, has he? No. Several pilots were inducted into the elite group of Hexwing mug owners. Ooh, lucky bastards. For their effort, for their services, and hot pubes too, Electric Boogaloo, I, Otis 56, as Hexwing coordinator, am proud to announce that Commanders Aidlerwise, with a spoon, Serverlan, Quadrivium, Attic and OKM, Victor OKM, are awarded the very own Hexwing mug. May it sit proudly on your ship dashboard and be in full and be full of Alpha Centauri Mega Gym. This week Hexwing will be focusing on the defence of HIP 38255. Oh gold. I'll witch ya. And HIP 20019. Remember, truckers, there are more ways than shitting their guys to be part of the Hexwing EVAC pilots are supply mission. I'll start again. Tharkers are to be part of the Hexwing. EVAC pilots and supply mission runners play a vital role in defending systems from the Thargoids, so feel free to give it a go. And never be afraid to ask your fellow truckers for support. If you're interested in getting involved, Hexwing Forward, Hex Forward Commands, ooh, will be located in HIP 42886 to serve as a forward base of operations. Commander Azrafel has also stored away meta alloys, thargoid hearts, caustic tissue samples for any Hexwing pilot looking to unload, unlock the new caustic sinks. Corrosion-resistant cargo racks and thargoid bubbleheads. He truly is a trucker trucker, and we are proud to have him as a member of Hexwing. We'll see you out there, truckers, on the front line. For the mug! It was a notable week in Hutton space as things are beginning to return to the good old ways. With six systems getting themselves noticed for the wrong reasons, but... You know where isn't even in the bottom three. Reliably, there is another chapter in the Forever War in you know where with you know who. It's just like old times. 
More on those stories coming up. Low system on the poll this week is Wolf562, on only 30%. But where a recent election saw Hutton win control of Berners-Lee Terminal, so we now control both of the system's major starports. Next up is Ross671, which still is still in the doldrums after recovering from an outbreak two weeks ago, leaving it on 32%. Slow to move Epsilon Indy gained a point and a period of civil liberty, putting it up on 35 with good prospects to increase further in the near future. Coincidentally, all three of your worst performing systems have a fifth of their influence tied up in new squabbles. But it isn't a bad time to try and boost Hutton's fortunes in any of them. Sitting outside the bottom three by half a point is Bernard Starr on 36, where most of the influence is tied up in the latest in an endless series of squabbles amongst the minor factions. Spending less than a week in the bottom three and moving swiftly up the system ranks is Alvin's newest acquisition, 36 of Yuchi on 37. Last of the problem children is the perennial problem child, Avic, where the latest chapter in the Forever War is playing itself out to its inevitable conclusion. It won't stop them coming back from more though, I suspect. At the overachieving end of the Hudden Systems table, we have four systems above 60% and we have no idea who is doing what in WISE 088-0714 to push it into the 70s. So, priorities this week are, if you want to truck something, boost Wolf 562, Epsilon Indy, and Ross 671. If you want to shoot something, win the war in Avic against Sirius. That was short and sweet. <clears throat> oh, I think I've just about got my voice back. <laughs> I had to... I'm sure he writes some longer when he knows I'm going to do them. I, I had to pause for a second briefly because I was trying to catch my breath from laughing. That's <laughs> <laughs> because you know how much I'm suffering. I was just panicking when he said, oh, I'll start again, that you might start from the top. <laughs> oh, I totally should have. Oh, I missed a the trick there. Yeah, just get back to that guy. Trackers. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. who uh, who saw the Frontier live stream? Not me. I Hi. saw most of it, I think. I saw but couldn't hear the first half hour, and then I heard but couldn't see the second half hour. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think Flossie knows more than any of us. Then come Ooh, on, tell us. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, well, there's the new paint jobs, the Blizzard, Blizzard Hearth skins for the Cobra and Python. Python. Ooh, do we have a picture of those? Sadly, no. <laughs> they they, they uh, look the same as the ones they gave out last week, but with a different shaped ship. Blizzard okay. Star PJs can be gained by watching Elite Partner live streams. I didn't know they did PJs. What's oh, Blizzard paint Star? jobs. Paint jobs. <laughs> You must be me every week. PJs, watch Livestream 28 to find out what the coolest prize ever might be. Do we know what it is? Do we know what it might be? Have they only done 28 live streams? No, it's 27 today. Yeah. 
So it's even fewer that seems, than we thought. That seems not much. A good chunk of the <laughs> live stream was taken by Alf and his amazing eyebrows. <laughs> Apparently there was one of his hairs on his eyebrows was interfering with his vision and he couldn't get rid of it until he could actually pull it out but it was apparently don't, so long don't, don't <laughs> mock him for that it's the closest he'll ever get to a fringe <laughs> is, is he working on a comb over do you think <laughs> I think he must be his eyebrows over his head I think he just wanted to let everybody know his hair was in his eyes Um, There was a a video by LCU um, which somebody described as space madness in the form of a video. (laughs) (laughs) Do do we have it? Can we see it? Uh, We don't Um, and we can't because it's a very, very good rip-off of uh, Seven Nation Army and we'd get audio uh, strikes against us if we did. I love that song. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it, it, it you you won't once you've heard his version. It it, it will plague your nightmares <laughs> once you hear his version. And he does the singing. <laughs> but yeah, I love that song too. I was told it's Sally described from singing voice. I can't remember now. I think she, she said it like was unique. Like an angel, I think she said. Yeah, like an yeah. angel. She said. <laughs> Did she even describe it as a singing voice? <laughs> I said, with the voice of an angel. Mm. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Lucifer was an angel, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah. An angel still falling? Is it a scream? Is it going to go through the cloud yes. layer? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's worth catching the video. It's, it's on his YouTube. If you just search for LCU Seven Nation Army, you'll, um, you'll unfortunately, you will find it very easily on YouTube. <laughs> I'm going to do a search now. And uh, the community guest spot took over the second hour. Uh, with commanders Nekan and Grim of mm. Axie. Um, really? And they did a lot of um, <laughs> Thargoid uh, fighting, etc. It showed a lot of uh, live action with Anaf joined in on it as well. Oh, yeah. Did Anaf yeah. survive or did he um, die? He did, he did uh, plant himself into a planet. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I didn't actually see an awful lot of that. I was doing other things at the same time. But, um, yeah, the, if if anyone wants to, to join, anyone can join the Axie PG. And they also have uh, a community in Discord. And there's the Axin Squadron. Um, to get in this, the squadron, you need to solo Cyclops to qualify. <laughs> um yeah, but they, they, they are very happy to give you help and advice. <laughs> you can get into the Discord, no problem, and there's all sorts of information about recommended builds and tactics in there, and also group meetups that you can join in on. You know, oh, I've good. never killed a Thargoid. Neither have I. No, neither have I. I've never killed another player. I've been killed by them. <laughs> I don't shoot at the clever people. <laughs> I, I, I just don't do war. You know, make love, not war. Hmm. Yeah. Just, just not with Thargoids. They might look nice and flowery, but <laughs> yes. or both, just angry, angry love. I just shoot rocks. Mm. Yeah, and ice. Mm. And ice. At least they don't shoot back. And That's then true. you find that inside is jewels. Mm. Inside is what? Jewels. 
gems. Sometimes. Shiny things. Oh, yeah. Shiny. Shinies. Oh, yes. Yeah. I like the shinies. Mm. Shiny. So, did we hear anything about the next one? What is the next patch? Is it 50? 15. 15. It's still due in April. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the usual uh, question of um, when is the um, the consoles being transferred again? Like there's, still, there's still no news on that. They'll still let you know when they have any... <laughs> but they are working on it. Yeah, it's unfortunate for the people that haven't already transferred but uh, it will yeah. be back it will be back yeah eventually yeah. eventually <laughs> they will get what a, they'll get a full kind of horizons copy but they would have to buy um they would have to then buy odyssey to go with it yeah transferred over to pc yeah I'll tell you what, yeah. watching that live stream, they, they were in a fleet carrier again today. They, they, they've really, yeah. um, they've really mastered the uh, the immersive green screen use, haven't they? Yeah, haven't they? <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, you've you've seen them sitting at desks before now, and it's lined up perfectly with the table they're sat at with the desk in the image from the fleet carrier or station. Today they were yeah. at a bar table, and mm -hmm. yeah. they were sat at a bar table, leaning on it, putting things on it. It's just, it's just incredible. Yeah, mm, that's cool. Yeah, very good. Mm. Yeah. Their, their, their producer, yeah, their producer, Adam. Yeah, Adam must spend so much time getting the camera angles just right, both in game yeah. and in the studio, to line them up. Mm. Hats off to him. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm. yeah, very good. So, spacey bits. Do we space have any space bits. news? There's, there's bits and pieces of space bits. I mean, if you look to the BBC website, you'll find that the top two space articles today are about a, a rocket that blew up in November last year. Mm. And uh, the new head of NASA, who I think they're making it big news because she is the first female head of NASA and it was International Women's Day on Tuesday, Wednesday. Okay. Mm, yeah. But she's been in the job for several weeks already. So, um, yeah, it's not yeah. that big news. Yeah. But they're but yeah. announcing it. They announced well, it yesterday. Yeah, they, she, she announced that it's a great job and she's really loving it, having a fabulous time and all this sort of thing. So it's still good. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's great news that they finally got a female director. So that, that's good anyway. Yeah. I tell you, what, it would be quite good to be the head of NASA. Which is yeah. called, I'm the head of NASA. Mm. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Apparently it made her dad unbelievably proud. I, I read something, I can't remember, sometime over the past week, I read something about NASA measuring an asteroid in, in camels. And it was like... Camels? No, there was, there was one that was the size of a medium giraffe recently. And there was also one that was the size of like 27 camels. Okay, and there was one that crashed in Texas last month, which was the size of a corgi and the weight of four baby elephants. Who, who, but, did, who did they pay to figure this out <laughs> I, I think it's just the uh, the department are trying to avoid using metric weights and measures yeah what's what's the average airspeed velocity of an unladen camel <laughs> it depends on how <laughs> high you drop it from yeah they migrate you know but yeah the, about the only piece of actual space news i could find that was actually from the past week was about yeah. relativity space who uh yesterday we had a, a window to launch the world's first ever fully 3D printed rocket. 
So so off a launch pad and out the window. Yeah. So when relative. Is, when are they launching it? Yesterday it was meant to go up, and it was a relative success okay. from Relativity Space because it How didn't crash it it and it up? didn't explode. No, it didn't explode at all. Oh, it didn't. It just didn't launch. Yeah, two days. <laughs> is it three day delay on it? What one minute and ten seconds before takeoff, the rocket said, "Nah, I don't want to go," and <laughs> auto aborted the launch cycle. They couldn't rectify it within the three hour launch window, so um, it is um, at least a three day delay, maybe longer, while they work out why the rocket didn't want to go. I think maybe it was scared of heights. Yeah. Possibly. Um, I th- so, was there not something to do with the temperature of propellant or something like that? I oh, don't that's know. Yeah. So uh, Kazinik in, in Twitch chat would like to know uh, what the distance is to Hutton in an animal-based measurement. It's 0.22 meganewts for a particular length of newt. <laughs> or 35 billion blue whales. No, 35 billion and four, sorry. Give or take. Well, you mean it was 35 billion a while ago and it's moved forward further away since? Yeah, it's it's drifted a bit. We've had a bit of drift since then. Is that like one of those dinosaurs at the museum? 63 million and five years old. I asked five years ago and it was 63 million then, so. Then, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, any other space news or spits? Not really. I did mention earlier the, the in the story about the um, the guy for uh, not space team. I keep wanting to say space team. Not space, for force. space team. Space force. <laughs> um, space force. Is he General somebody somebody Saltzman? General B Chance uh, Saltzman. B Chance Saltzman. Now what gets me is they're all standing there in camouflage clothing. You go, mate. You're going to space. There's no plants to hide behind. You're, you. We can all see you, you know. Mm. Um, yeah, you're the, you're the one in the bright they, green stuff, yeah. Yeah. And then explaining that they want to do stuff to China. And By not go, doing anything. China are listening. Yeah, uh, but they want to avoid a shooting war. And you go, well, I made the mistake of asking in the hut and chat what other kind of weather was, and then I get some answers. <laughs> As proved by the uh, news article earlier. And then I listened to them and made a story out of it. Yeah, it was great. Um, but yeah, it just seems about they're a bit odd. But yeah, if if you, if you want to see what happens when politicians and the military get together and stick their heads where the sun don't shine collectively, read some excerpts from his speech. He talks about the fact that they want space superiority, but superiority doesn't necessarily mean being superior. Because they don't want to be so superior to anybody else that it actually upsets them and worries them such that they may react badly about it. Yeah. And that's one of the saner sections of his speech. You can see why why Trump put him in charge of Space Force, can't you? (laughs) You can see why it was a Trump decision to put Space Force. Yeah. 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 Oh, it's all very odd. Yeah. All very odd. Because the one thing they don't want to do is fight, because the thing you can guarantee is if you fight in space, you lose, because the debris kills everybody. Everyone loses. Yeah. So fighting is a losing game. So let's have a military presence. Oh, but isn't there a treaty that says you shouldn't militarise space? Yeah, that's right. So we can't militarise space, and we can't fight in space or about space, but let's have a military force for space. Yeah. A military force for space. Not in space. space. Or about space. Yeah. Yes. Confused yet? 
<laughs> no, no, it all makes perfect sense to me. Really? I have just had my medic. I have just had my medication, so ah, uh, yeah. So moving mm. on from one kind of madness to another kind of madness. Do we have a mug winner this week? Yes, we certainly do. Woo-hoo! This week's Woo! mug winner is Peter Rogers. Congratulations, Peter Rogers. Please well send details to I took part at hutnorbital.com with your screenshot of your commander name, etc. To prove you are who address. you think you are? Yeah. Yes. To prove that we think you are who you to be. Yep, send your address and a, a phone number for shipping updates. It's helpful as well. And we promise we won't use it for anything else. Well, I don't. Especially not drunk <laughs> dialing at three o'clock in the morning after the no, show. God, Absolutely no, not. No. We've never done that to anybody, no, honest. Right. Never, never, well, never at all. Except for that one time. Shh. <laughs> oh. um, speaking of things that are going to get hit me, hit, get me hit over the head with a pan, mm. what do you call a pickled anteater? I don't know, but I think they were serving them instead of gherkins on the McThargoids burgers earlier. Yeah, you would call it Jeffrey. Charmed fuck. No, Jeffrey's uh, Jeffrey not pickled. He's salted. Uh, so, w- w- if it was a pretentious French musician anteater, would you call it a Jean Michel jarred fuck? <laughs> no, that would be stupid. You wouldn't want to do that. That's just silly. That's you're you're being you're being silly now. There's no Sorry. Um, right. Oh, I'm, word I, of the week. Word of the week. I'm just, Ooh. I'm just remembering what word of the week was. It's amphigory. 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 I do that a lot. Or a piece of writing that appears to have meaning, but is really just foolish nonsense. <laughs> yep, I do that a lot. <laughs> you use it in a sentence, please. Yeah, I'll use it in a sentence. At first glance, the Hutton news script seems to be serious, but really, it's just full of amphigory. I reviewed about 30 or 40 pages of Amphigory earlier today in work in a meeting. Yes. yes. I, I wrote several pages of Amphigory today. <laughs> I kicked back several I've documents worth read, of it to I've, the author to rewrite. I've had to read, understand and respond to pages worth of Amphigory. Reams of emails. What a wonderful go, word. No, yes. No, this is nonsense. No, this is nonsense. <laughs> But yeah, hard work. Hard work. Hard work. Let Let's have Flossie with some some sensible news for once. No one forget it, please. <laughs> it's Flossie. It's Flossie. It's Flossie. Hello, Flossie here with this CG News. We only have one ongoing CG today, um, which started last Thursday, the Ammonia World Survey campaign. The two-week initiative to locate planets with ammonia atmospheres continues for its second week. Pilots can obtain increased payouts for delivering cartographic survey data to Angus Mannering Starport in the ETA Cassiopeia system. 
Only ammonia world data will be recognised for the purpose of the survey campaign. However, with detailed surface scans particularly appreciated. Each ammonia world scan is worth one contribution or three contributions if a detailed surface scan was completed. As an extra incentive, Universal Cartographics will offer higher payouts on exploration data for a limited period if the campaign ends successfully. The period length and payout multiplier is based on the campaign tier reached. Tier 1 is one week with two times multiplier. Two, tier 2 is one week with three times multiplier. Tier 3 is two weeks with three times multiplier and tier 4 is 2 weeks with a 4 times multiplier. At the moment we're just at tier 1 which will give a 2 times multiplier. So, Frontier search for Ammonia Worlds continues. Blossy told you what to do Wow. Yeah, at least we've got community goals, yeah. though. Well, I mean, week after week, consecutive community goals, no less. It's amazing. Mm. Four tiers. Mm. Same one, two. Well, yeah. Same but... one, they stretched over two weeks to yeah, give but... you a chance to get all those lovely, lovely ammonia worlds in. But it makes mm. a change from uh, how it used to be a few weeks back or a month or two back where it was, you got a community goal, then two or three weeks without, then you got a community goal that ended in a day and a half, mm. then another three weeks without, then... So yeah. at least we've got Although things to do in game if people want this, to. When you've been to all those ammonia worlds, you shit does smell a bit like wee when you get back. Mine does anyway. <laughs> Is it? Oh, okay. I'm sulfur. getting old. No, it's the ammonia um, that makes it smell like the wee. ammonia, yeah. yeah. My bad. My yeah, 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 great excuse. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll go with that excuse. Yeah. <laughs> um, Volcarius uh, wants to know how you spell amphigury. It's A-M-P-H... I G O R Y. Amphigury. Amphigury. If somebody with if somebody who's special enough could just post that whole thing straight into the the chat, that would probably be quite helpful. What the word of the week thing? Yeah, I'll have a go. I'll see if I can. Pretty oh, sure you're special enough now. Am I? Oh, I'm definitely special. Um, yeah. Sadly, well, keep taking have... the meds. You'll get better. Yeah. Sadly, we have no Galnet news this week. I think they were too busy. They were too busy running around with hacks when shooting at things and getting shot back. Um, <laughs> and I think, I think, I think, is it Witherspoon who um, got a mug? I think he's probably just coveting that right now. But like yeah. Colum and he's Volcaris, you're close, but Amphigury is actually a form of writing. It's writing nonsense, not speaking nonsense. Yes. But you'd be a blatteroon to do either. Yes, you would absolutely be a blatteroon. Or, oh. as we say in Glasgow... Beetle, Beetlejuice saying that there stuff. is a Galnet News. There is a Galnet News. Oh, Ooh. we have a Galnet News. Oh, we may have. Surprise, Let's see if that's arrived. It, it wasn't there as I started the show, but that could just be my computer going slow. Let's see if it's arrived by now. Has Peter just sent you things to read out again? We've got one. We're definitely playing it because because Galnet. It's Galnet. Yeah. It's, it's not right when we don't have a Galnet. Yay, no. we have Galnet. Right, Yay! we have Yay! Galnet news. Hey. In incoming Galnet, everybody. Is it video or audio only? Audio only. Yay. 
I mean, dude, I mean, yeah, I mean. Galmat News Update, 9th of March, 3309. Two days after the Alliance condemned the Kumu crew's attempt to take over the California Nebula, self-styled pirate king Archon Delane has hit back, not at Prime Minister Edmund Mann, but at the Sinister Corporation that's been a backer of both Delane and the Alliance, a Sinister Corporation that some have accused of trying to manipulate events in the galaxy, a corporation that tried to bully engineer Ramtar into handing over the rights to his Guardian hybrid technology. Delane, who will be 60 this year, accused corn farmer Prime Minister Mann, who at 122 is more than twice the age of the pirate leader, of being a doddery old man of infirm mind who cannot see the obvious threat looming over the Alliance. Delane implied very strongly what many had long suspected, that it was the Sirius Corporation under enigmatic CEO Lee Yong-ri who funded the Kumo crew expansion into the California Nebula, into Sothis, into the Corsac Nebula and into Colonia. It was the Alliance's closest ally and defence partner, the Sirius Corporation, that created the jumping-off point for the Kumo crew to attempt its takeover of Alliance bases in the Nebula. Sirius has helped Archon Delane in other ways too. It's strongly rumoured that Onion Head Gamma production and distribution was masterminded by Sirius. It was Lee who invited Archon Delane to the Galactic Summit in March 3307 in an attempt to establish the pirates' credentials as a big league player. The corporation, which Mahan trusts so much, has no compunction in dealing with pirates, and now Delane wants the Prime Minister to realise his folly. For Sirius has backed the Alliance too, or at least propped it up. It helped the Alliance expand into two new systems when the Prime Minister's fundraiser was only able to pay for a single new starport, and it did this in return for its own expansion into these starports. It was the Sirius Corporation that helped the Alliance expand into the Colsac Nebula, in exchange for a presence there and for an as-yet-unexplained and unfulfilled opportunity to terraform the Ammonia worlds in that region. It was the Sirius Corporation that now, on paper at least, protects the Alliance from Thargoid attack in exchange for an undisclosed payment and for the opportunity to station its military might in key systems across Alliance territory. The Sirius Corporation has infiltrated the Alliance and now, for some reason, possibly spite and the opportunity to gloat, Archon Delane wants the Prime Minister to at long last realise that he's been duped. The Sirius Corporation has worked its way into every part of Alliance society and now sees Old Man Mahon as a vassal to its corporate might. In other news, the Aegis and Universal Cartographics Initiative to discover new ammonia worlds before the Thargoids do is entering its second and final week with an expected outcome that the reward will be that for the following two weeks, all exploration data will earn three times its normal value. It has been revealed that ship kits make ships far more susceptible to Thargoid caustic damage, suggesting that the Thargoids prefer the cleaner, classic lines of the unmodified ships. Spiky radar kits may look good to the human eye, but to a Thargoid's eight eyes, it looks an unsightly mess. Finally, Commander Burr has published a picture following a lead provided by Commander Radiumio 
that appears to show a silhouette in the middle of one of the Thargoid maelstroms. The silhouette appears to resemble a very, very, very large Thargoid interceptor. Think perhaps of what a Thargoid capital ship might look like. That's just what this silhouette looks like. So that's nothing to be alarmed about at all. Thanks to uh, Wotherspoon and Beetlejude for their insightful digestion, and particularly to Beetlejude for prodding us to let us know that there was an episode to play after all. <laughs> so uh, now, to, to follow that high note, let's move to a low note instead. Here we have Mia Harkness with the Hutton Helper results. Was that a hate joke? Might have been, might have been. What's it to you? <laughs> Helper Results. The Hot and Helper Results are sponsored by the Hot and Helper, the only third-party resource to come with a free bag of salads you can trade for, well, anything really. Tonight we've two sets of results since we weren't around last week. We have the following events. The Scotland Unaffected by Salad Shortage Cup. The Type 9 Full of, Turn Type 9 Full of Turnips Tournament. I'm going to say Turnips Tournament again. The Cold Chips Count Salad Now, Deja Vu Trophy. The Eastola Tomato, get em, Charity Shield. The Battle of the Salad Isle, Spectacular. And the Going to the Beach to Eat Seaweed Award. So, put your salad spinner away, leave the croutons where they are, and double points if you can paint an onion to make it look like a tomato. The Hutton Helper results are... Val Silvana jumped 24,000 light years come first in distance travelled. And then the belt jumped 34,000 light years. Zulu Romeo sold 62,000 tonnes of cargo, followed by Afrothaws who sold 23,000. Montgomery Python was top mission runner with 490 mission points. Then it was Midian Cabal with uh, 62. I think the server being down has affected the result just a tiny wee bit. Alex Zuno handed in 800 million, 800,000 and 800 credits worth of bounties and then handed in 700 million, 700,000 and 700 credits worth of bounties. Me at 11 handed in 2 billion credits of combat bonds, then Attic 2 handed in 2.8 billion the week after. Afrothos destroyed 316 Thargoid ships and Quadrivium Resonance destroyed 340. And Midian Cabal, Cabal is back, delivering 6,598 people to their various destinations before taking 3,863 of them home again. So, decals this week for Val Silvana, Miet Eleven, Midian Cabal, and Jack Planet for Ore Mind. Please email I took part at huttonorbital.com and arrange to collect your Hutton decal kit, which this week consists of. A packet of watercress, some potted plants, and a watering can. There have been 
Five hunting runs in the last seven days. Well, I never checked tonight, but let's just assume it was right. Uh, they are Norbert Patanog with 1 hour 23 minutes and 42 seconds. The Berk with 1 hour 24 minutes and 20 seconds. Uber Dave, 5993, 1 hour 24 minutes 46 seconds. Then it's Bandicoot with 1 hour 24 minutes and 55 seconds. Then Noddy Clone. I wonder if that's any, any relation to Noddy Holder. Noddy Clone with 1 hour 25 minutes and 13 seconds. There is a whole galaxy of stuff out there needing Retipulated, desalinated, shiggled, taken offline, exploded, launched, sprung in, decked with boughs of holly, motivated, evacuated, unfriended, dejected, manhandled or womanhandled, smeared, deflected, kept warm in the oven, emphasised, snuffled, flipped, flopped, mistranslated to and from Spanish, chilled, mugged, ginned, wrapped up with a pretty bow, shipped short, rescued, having their immersion ruined, battered and deep fried, dead dropped, champit, destroyed, Bought, sold, squeezed, inflated, burnt, liquidated, evaporated. Didn't we already have evaporated? Smelled, licked, discombobulated, recombobulated, headbutted, rubbed, compressed, enveloped, strained, fermented, murderized with an S, interrobanged, upcycled, violently downcycled, disallowed, reallowed after consulting VER, smelted, loved, adored, cherished, and probinated. And the best part is, you can earn yourself a very fetching hunt decal for doing it. To get involved, you just have to go to hot.forthemug.com and download or sign up for the spectacular new Hutton Helper, available in three munificent formats. Let's face it, anything has to be better than discovering that they replaced the tomatoes with pineapple on your pizza. Anyway, that's it for this week. Back to Studio 5. Thank you, Mia. As you were um, presenting that presentation, uh, Commander Vulcarius asked in chat whether anybody else has completed, as he put it, the unstable hyperspace conduit Hutton Hop yet. I think the answer to that, as far as I know, is no, nobody else is crazy enough to even try it. Can you confirm? Yeah, and if they do, and if they do they'll get their legs slapped. Yeah. So, so you, you say that, and the first thing that comes to my head is uh, a parody of Red Dwarf with a... The Holly Hop. Drive. Mm-hmm. Yes, the hot drive. Yes, <laughs> well, it's easy enough. When you want to go, you press the button on top. Yeah. So we know that we, you know, we can see that somebody possibly left, but they've never reappeared. So you know, try if you want. <laughs> yeah, nobody's press arrived. Start, start it, and the rest you can figure out on your own. Yeah. Yeah. No, nobody's arrived at Hutton after using nobody's the Hutton Hop drive yet. Hutton. Yeah. We can neither confirm nor deny that we have fewer commanders than we used to. Yes. <laughs> But there's plenty of drive plates for making mugs out of, with no shortage yes. of them at the moment. Yeah, fewer or less commanders. Yes. Agreed. B- bit, <laughs> bits of both, one of them mostly got through. Yeah, when I mean, you see bits of both, you know. Yeah. We, there's, there could be there's, more than two of them. There's, well, there's, there's fewer commanders and there's less of some of the commanders. Yes. Bits of both. You know, all, all the bits are there. Well, most of the bits are there. Although I think some of them might yeah. have ended up on the Helen's Pizza earlier. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so who here likes pineapple on pizza? Me. I can take it or leave it. It's um, 
I don't. I always pi- have it on mine. I don't pick it off, but I don't order it. Yeah. Oh, I couldn't eat it without. No. I I just don't like warm pineapple. I like it cold. I just don't like it warm, and I don't think it goes very well with cheese. So I see. So, yeah, I can it. take it or leave it, but you know, I mean, sometimes an, a Hawaiian pizza's is nice. Yeah, but Ho- it's not very often. Yeah, Hawaiian works very, very well as a pizza, but it's probably the only pizza that pineapple should be on. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you you couldn't do pepperoni and pineapple or chicken and pineapple. I mean, pineapple. I, like, I like drowning my pizza in hot sauce, so pineapple doesn't generally go with hot sauce. No. No, kind of the opposite. It's a nice cooling effect. Exactly. Do you know what I quite fancy trying, though? Pizza with a fried egg on it. You know, when they do the pizza and it's Oh, that works. Egg. Yeah, that works well. That's so <laughs> The last pizza meet that I, uh, that I went to, which was before COVID, crikey, such a long oh, time ago now. Isn't it just... Um, there was a lot of truckers that chose to have an egg in the middle of their pizza. Yeah, it's and the, it looked delicious. It was the, the Teddy pizza. One, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. To celebrate the uh, the volcano that they all went up. Yeah. Is that yeah. the one that has like two two strips of ham at an angle? Yeah, to draw the volcano. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it we, looked delicious. We desperately need to have another meetup. It's been too long. We do. We do. Yeah. Yeah. Where would where would we have one? Somewhere. Somewhere with Somewhere food middling. and alcohol and decent rooms that you can sleep the hangover off in. Other than that, it doesn't really matter. You've just named my house. So. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'll be there tomorrow. <laughs> what, what about, um, like, no, we, we, should, we should think about these. This is important. This is, this is important. We haven't had a pizza meet in such a long time. Um somewhere middle of the country so that as many people as possible can get to it well i've been known to drive in excess of two hours to a pizza meet before now so i could do that easily as well yeah so i'm i'm, I'm willing to meet people halfway to almost anywhere well i'm, I'm <laughs> willing to go like full-on eight hours plus if i can find a place to stay mm-hmm yeah. We we will definitely Sandrine's have to get some together. Sticking her fingers up at me at the moment. <laughs> there was some chat about doing one in Glasgow, but I I never did it. Um, and then we think we might have a Mister we might have Mister Bantian up some point in May. So you know we'll see him then. Yeah. So we might just do something then. Yeah, we ought we ought to track his conference schedule and see where he's going to be, so we can just all descend on him one night in the hotel bar. Yeah. That would be cool. Commander Aiden says Reading is a good central-ish location. Reading is nearly four hours Reading. south from me. <laughs> it's about six hours south from Flossie and south. about 14 hours south from Mia. It's about 45 <laughs> minutes away from me, so that's good for me. No, 14, yeah. hours, south, 14 hours south of me is in the middle of France somewhere. <laughs> I know. Seriously, from, eight, from eight Glasgow, hours. it's maybe eight hours to Reading? Yeah, eight hours. Yeah. yeah. Kidderminster. Manchester. Manchester's nice and central. Yeah, Manchester. Yeah, it's about 45 minutes from me that way. Do you know Richard Richard from Bottom is actually the Duke of Kidderminster? Well, he claimed to be. (laughs) Commander Aiden is now saying that Reading has a riverboat in a Pizza Express. Oh, is Riverboat back in the Pizza Express in Reading? 
Cool. Mm. Might get staff discounts if we meet there then. Yeah. Mm. Might, yeah. Might it's do. worth the eight hour trip. Yeah. Is that the one that Prince Andrew supposedly went to? No, 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 no. That was Woking, Watford. What was began with a W? Not wedding. Wedding somewhere different. Okay. But it was Woking. and went to Watford. Yes, Dead Meat, I know you told us that further up. I was just ignoring you because I didn't like what you said before. It's about the chicken and pineapple pizzas. <laughs> you know, that's going to make no sense at all on the podcast if people aren't listening to it and watching the chat on the, uh, the Twitch channel at the same time. <laughs> well, then they should come on and join us on Twitch. Yes, they should. Yeah. Or, watch, or watch the VOD, because on the VOD, they get the stream, the stream of text flowing past as well. <laughs> Thank you, Cow. That's a very valid question. Up to 56. Craigie. Yeah, Cow wants to know how they put the pineapple in the chickens. Obviously, the answer is with pliers. Very carefully. No, very uncarefully. You know, as long as it's in one end or the other. Yeah, and now we're we're getting extended periods of dead air while we stare at chat and try not to laugh too loud into the microphones. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Because that makes great radio. Because they they cross the road so often. (laughs) With a turkey baster. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. This is all going to be fine in the edit. Edit? (laughs) Who's editing anything? (laughs) This is going straight up when we're finished. <laughs> but yeah. in all seriousness, I think we've run out of rambling and waffling to do, haven't we? Yes, and yeah. there is no rares tonight. I don't know no. if we've said that already. Oh, no, we may not have said that. So no, not, nothing rare well, tonight then. because we've, yeah. we're running out of rares. They're, they're too hard to find and too thin on the ground. They're too they're rare. They're rare. Mm-hmm. We'll we'll try and find something that's not too common next week for us for the for the listeners, or if it's too common, we'll take some of it out and shoot it out around the back of this back of the shed. So I should sort it, make it a bit rarer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which means it's time for that um, end of show loudness well, warning. At, it, at least we made it an hour, you know. Yeah, just about. If you haven't listened before, there is something very very loud coming up. So. Take your headphones off or move them away from your ears or turn your volume down or something because this is your last warning. Loud sounds incoming. Or you can just take it. For the mug! For the mug! For the mug! Mug! Journey too long, or cargo too small. Profit margins never really mattered at all. We're gonna take the cargo where it's needed today. Super cruising all across the Milky Way. We're taking anything, anytime, anywhere. Loading all the teen out to the brim with the rest for the more. Yeah, you know just where we're coming from. For the more, for the more, for the more, for the more. Yeah, every 
everybody sing a trucker song. Flossie always seems to crash into the sun. Skibbolize the pilot on the Xbox One. Having out the free, you know, leads us well. Truck across the galaxy, now everybody yeah. For the more, for the more, for the more, for the more. Yeah, you know just where we're coming from. For the more, for the more, for the more, for the more. Everybody sing the trucker's song. For the more, for the more, for the more. You know just where we're coming from. For the more, for the more, for the more, for the more. Everybody sing the trucker's song. Profit margins never really mattered at all. We're gonna take the cargo where it's needed today. Super cruising all across the Milky Way. We're taking anything, anytime, anywhere. So shout it out loud, like you don't even care for the more, for the more, for the more, for the more. Yeah, you know just where we coming from for the more for the more everybody sing the trucker's song for the more for the more yeah you know just where we're coming from for the more for the more everybody sing the trucker's song Ladies and gentlemen, that's the end of the show. Everyone's buggered off now, so why don't you bugger off too?